0: Episode of currently binging the podcast about all things TV and movies. If you're listening for the first time, welcome. Make sure you hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening to my voice on. Also take a few extra seconds to rate comments. all greatly appreciate it. So if you clicked on this, that means you want to hear what I have to say about Anola Holmes. So there will be spoilers <laughs> and it's gonna be all my opinion. So there's that. Um but yeah, I guess we can just hop right into it. So Enola Holmes. I don't know about you all, but completely missed the renewal announcement for like Enola Holmes 2. Now, if you listen for a while, then you know, I talk about a lot of these shows. I have talked about Enola Holmes, the first one. I'm pretty sure I grouped it with another something, like another movie or another show that was on Netflix at the time um, that I thought that I didn't have a lot to say about, but now I kind of like separate things out. Um, even if it's going to be short. And so you can hear what I have to say about Anola Holmes numero uno. Uh, and I really don't remember what I had to say about Anola Holmes the first one because it was two years ago. And I think at this point I was like, oh, okay, whatever, Anola Holmes. I think at that time I was like, oh, this could be fun. Like I think I enjoyed it clearly because I watched this one. And I was like, oh, like I could see them continuing to make this into a thing because it is based on um, a series of books. But then I was like, I also wouldn't be surprised if like we didn't get more. So then after that, I didn't really hear anything else about Anola Holmes. And then um, around the time, because this stars um, Millie Bobby Brown, and I feel like it was around the time the, the press and stuff was going on for um, Stranger Things. And I vaguely remember, I feel like there was mention about Enola Holmes. And so I think I like looked it up and it's like, oh yeah, Enola Holmes is coming this year. And I was <laughs> like, oh, okay. So, and I believe the last time the first one dropped was around the same time of year, like the holiday season. But I can't really remember. Don't hold me to it. I know it, it just felt like it was like the back half of the year. Um, so we got this one. I honestly could barely remember what happened in the first one I was tempted to go back and rewatch the first one but then I was like I don't really want to do that hopefully like they'll give us a recap or something because you know Netflix is good for giving us a recap um and they I believe did they hold on you know I have notes I don't think I wrote anything Mm, no they didn't give us a recap of the I don't think they gave us a recap of the first one the kind of like an overview of like where we are since we last saw you type of thing. But like we didn't see, I can't for the life of me remember what happened to her brother in the first one. Like I know he was like shady bad and he got uh caught up or in whatever it was he's doing. He's like in, in a super high position and he had, um, what's the word? like, Enola was his dependent, what do you call it, he was her guardian, he had guardianship over her, and that was Mycroft, so, like, I don't know, he was not mentioned at all in this, and he was played by Sam Claflin. so, like, I don't know if there was anything, um, that was, like, a reason or a blocker to why we couldn't have seen, like, something from him, uh, in the season, because he didn't die, I don't believe he died, you guys, let me know. Did he die? I don't remember him dying in the first one. I, I feel like he got locked up or something. And then Sherlock, played by Henry Cavill, was the one who ends up getting guardianship over her. But, like, he's not that great of a guardian because she's still out here running on her own. Like, doing her own things and starting her own detective agency. And, like, I don't know. It's very weird. Like, I love the dynamic between, um, like, Millie and Henry. Like, I love their own... Green chemistry and them as siblings I think they play off of each other really well it was also good to see um Henry Cavill's like character here on screen a lot and get a little bit more from him because I don't like I know we saw him the first season but I feel like it was kind of like a mystery like oh Sherlock Holmes we're not gonna see much of him but like he what he was working on in this movie it's not like seasons so we can't call him seasons what can we call him Eva So, like, we know that they're, like, serial (laughs) in this, in this, um, not adaptation, in this entry, in this, I don't know, we're gonna, we're gonna come up with something, but, um, in this installment, well, maybe we'll call it installments, in this installment, I don't know, (laughs) he, um, is working on, a case that essentially and it was kind of I mean I'm not the target audience here you all know I do a lot of like the young adult shows and I'm not generally the target audience to tell you all all this all the time especially the stuff that skews a little bit younger I feel like Enola Holmes skews a little bit younger um than a lot of the stuff that I talk about just because I know she won Enola Holmes the books in general are for like pretty young I mean I didn't read them when I was younger but I feel like that's like grade school, middle school age. Kids are probably reading those books. So <laughs> there's that. Um, but I say all of that to say it essentially all, like, it was pretty easy to see where we were going. It was pretty predictable <laughs> and I didn't feel like I had to work a lot. So, um, the story is easy to follow. It's like, oh, duh, there's, there are two cases that are going to intertwine, meaning Anola and Sherlock's cases. Um, as far as who else we have who is familiar, we have um, Tewksbury, which we know at the end of the first one, like they kind of went their separate ways. A lot of the case that she did in the first movie was around, involved his family, I believe. And then so this one he's like now he's you all know I don't know anything about <laughs> like the in the um English like hierarchy and all that stuff but he's essentially in what are what are they like they're called um do they still call them they call them MPs not PMs I believe um but like he's one of those people like pretty much essentially up there as far as like status and all that and he's like into heavy into the politics like he's making a name for himself like he's doing all those things we find out Enola has been like semi-stalking him and he like knows that she's been semi-stalking him because he's been semi watching her as well (laughs) it's just like very kiddish um but also like very surface level uh because I feel like compared to the first movie we don't spend a lot of time with those, with these two, um, but it's very like, I don't want to say immature or juvenile because that's like belittling it, but it's very like surface level, like their interactions and then like the flirting because like she has to, she goes to this, um, do they call it a ball? <laughs> it's like a ball or whatever, like the dance, and um. That's where she sees him there and she's like, oh, I need you to teach me how to dance and like how to, cause she needs to talk to, was the guy's name? I don't think I wrote him down. Was it William? William Lyon? I think it was William. But she needs to talk to him and he's like, doesn't like pretty much too many people there and like also like there's the one thing I will say which they didn't do the first movie but they did this once they tied this into the match girl strike which was a real strike that happened in history and I think if we are to continue to go move forward with like these Enola Holmes because I was like doing like a little bit of um reading and I saw or I read that um the second movie They kind of diverted from the books. So I know there's a third book or whatever, but I think the thing that would make it interesting is if they continue to find a way to like tie in wherever time that they're in um in the movie to like something in real life. Because those are always fun. I think because like I'm gonna talk about the crown for a hot second. Um, even though I don't think I'm gonna talk about the show in general on here because Spoiler alert, it was so boring. It was so boring. The crowd is always boring, but like, my gosh, it was it was like, for all the drama that was created around like the um, the UK press, it was just, it made it even more boring. Like, it did not live up to my expectations. It just felt like, as with everything, everyone was over-exaggerating um, and freaking out for no reason, as is everything that has to deal with um, anything that is UK royalty and, and, or especially, um, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. Um, but I think the thing that's great about that is like, yeah, we know, like it's, um, it's a fictionalized telling of real events. So like, we know that it's based on real events, but like there is, um, liberty, liberty there for them to tell a story however they want to tell. Cause like. We're not going to be able to see, like, intimate conversations, things like that. Like, no one has insight into that. So, we know there's some um, liberty there. And But, like, also, the fun part is, like, going and, like, Googling and looking up uh, these real-life stories to see, like, oh, it was accurate and, like, actually learning something new. It was also similar in um, Peaky Blinders because Peaky Blinders is is loosely based on... um, real events as far as like the high level of not necessarily like the Peaky Blinders even the Peaky Blinders were like a real group in history but like as far as they took Peaky Blinders a show I don't know that you could say that that's everything that happened but the way that they interwove um what's his name Tommy into like things that were going on during that time like those were like based on real people and real events that happen, like those things are interesting. You know, I love me some history, so like I love to look those things up. So I thought that that was like a good surprise um, to have. It be like, oh, it actually ties into something that really happened. Um, but yeah, so let's see what else do I want to talk about. Because so you, you all, I'm coming to this knowing this is going to be on the shorter side, <laughs> um, just because. Um, oh, her mom. I thought we also. I mean, we got to see a bit of her mom in the first movie played by Helena Bonham Carter, Hedoria. Um, but this time we got to see her mom and, um, oh my gosh, what is her name? Who we actually saw quite more a bit of in the first movie. Bear with me while I try to find her name, hopefully quickly, but it's literally not happening Quickly, okay, we're gonna have to come back to her, but the one who owns like the boxing—I don't know if you got like a boxing ring—but the place where like the girls can go and like can learn how to fight and stuff like that. Um, her and her mom, uh, because Anola is being, because she's essentially trying to solve this case. That's a very highly political politicized case. Um, that's being covered up. I think it's Edith, either Edith blah blah blah. blah. Edith is the one who was with her mom oh my gosh um but she's trying to solve this case and oh my gosh I can't remember what the guy's name is but he was on the like like the essentially the top top of the police people um And he had been on her tail and was trying to... Essentially, he was the one behind um, trying to stop her because he was being directed to stop her because, like, this whole thing weaves so far, far up. Was it grill? Everyone looks so different, like, in their photos compared to, like, when they're actually on the show. But, um... So, she... Essentially, ends up going to jail. He was so horrible. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" I was so mad. Like, a liter literally tossing this child because she's still a child at this point around and like, literally trying to kill a child. And you all know if you was for a while how I feel about like trying to kill children, um, or like adults harming kids unnecessarily. Like, there was no reason why. Um, but she's in jail and then she gets broken out by Edith and her mom. And then we get that whole like cool like fight scene slash chase. Um and then they do end up escaping, even though like it seems like they almost got caught. Um, but they do get away. Uh-huh. we find out that so Sarah because Sarah's the girl who um had like disappeared and her sister is the one who had, um, reached out to Enola to help find her. And so we find out that she's Sicily and she's actually with William. And Enola finds that out because after she goes to the dance, she sees like the interaction. And I was like, I feel like that girl's wearing a wig. But then also my, cause y'all know I, I write notes. My notes are always funny to me because I always try to be as explicit as possible because by the time I come and record this, I will have forgotten everything that I was thinking while I was um watching it. So I'm pretty explicit. Um, but at one point I was like, did I really figure this out that fast? <laughs> but also when we saw Cicely, I was like, oh my gosh, it looks like she um like when Enola meets her, I'm like it looks like she's wearing a wig. It's something a little bit off about her. But then I was like, you know, in this time everyone wore wigs, even the men, so. <laughs> Like, it shouldn't be surprising if she is wearing a wig. Um, but, like, lo and behold, no. She was wearing a wig because she was she's really Sarah. And um, her and William were trying to essentially expose everything that was going on um, with the cover-up at the matchstick place where they were essentially um, using a powder that was killing the girls and trying to cover it up as typhus. Which I had to Google typhus because, like, what, the, what is typhus? I don't even know. Um, and then she also meets, um, Myra, Mira Troy. I I can't remember if it was Myra or Mira, M-I-R-A. Um, because going back to Sherlock's case, he's trying to figure out what's going on with his money that's been disappearing. And there's this person who essentially has been, Pulling the wool over his eyes—I don't, I don't think that's a good expression to describe what they're doing. They're essentially playing a game with Sherlock that they're like ten steps ahead of him in, and they—they're enjoying playing this game, and they're going by Moriarty. And so, like, we're assuming Moriarty" is the guy this whole time. Now, I will say, I can—I t- can—I can be truthful and tell you all when I did not get something. I was not thinking, I mean, I thought it was weird, um, Mira or whatever, because when we first meet her and then she gives Enola, like, oh, that advice or whatever, and while in watching that, I was just like, why are we not getting more from her or, like, why isn't there more, like, interaction or why, like, and me thinking, like, potentially she could help Enola um, get to the answer she's trying to get to because of her proximity to, um, William and William's father and everything, which seems to be the center of, um, the case, because we also know that, well, that's the first time that Mira and Enola spoke, but they did see each other earlier in the movie at the match plate at the factory. Um, when Enola broke into the office and Mira, Mira saw her, but like, didn't give her away so like in my mind i'm like oh she could potentially help her or whatever so like i'm just not thinking about her plus also she's like the only black person we've seen on screen (laughs) so it's just like i'm not thinking about that but then when it's like revealed that she's the one behind variety like she is actually the most smart person of this entire like freaking um Movie, I was like, okay, I can roll with that. I'm not mad at that. Um, even her explanation, I was like, makes sense. <laughs> makes sense for real. <laughs> so like, I couldn't be mad at that. And I was like, okay, but we see that she ends up um going to jail, but then she escapes at the end. So that could kind of tie into when we talk about future potential, um, installments of this. But let me make sure. I think the other thing, like after a and Sherlock in their own way helped each other solve their cases, um, and then Sherlock was like, "Oh, you can come." Like finally opened her eyes, opened his eyes, and was like, "Oh, you can come, and work with me." But Noah was like, "No, I need to do this on my own." And so she sh- sets up shop in Edith's, um, like, work. I don't. I don't know what to call it in her building. <laughs> she sets up shop. Um, we also know that her and. Tewksbury are together it was also funny seeing like him and his um interaction interaction with Sherlock but I'm gonna need a little bit more <laughs> if we go if we gonna get another one like I'm gonna need a little bit more with him and Enola and like a little bit more with like the dynamic between Enola and Sherlock but also uh Sherlock and Tewksbury because I feel like there's some comedy there um that they can lean into um but yeah um, and then Sher- Enola and Sherlock said that they were going to make plans to see each other. but um, And they make like a date to meet up. But like, at least that's what Sherlock thinks. But then when he gets a knock on the door, it's actually someone we haven't seen. Um, and it's, he uh, introduces himself as Dr. John Watson. Um, and that he's there as a potential... Roommate, so let's go into like a potential third installment of Anola Holmes. I don't see why we wouldn't get. I mean, there hasn't been an official word. Granted, like I told you all at the top of this, I didn't even hear that we were getting a se- uh, season two, a second movie, until literally a couple of months before, uh, the second movie dropped. So like, who knows? I don't see why we wouldn't get another installment of it because. It was in the top 10 for a while. I think it's... Is it still in the top 10? I know it got to number one, but it's not that hard to get to. I um, I don't think it's that hard to get to number one on Netflix if you're, like, in your first week, um, depending on what it is. Like, specific genres and things. <laughs> I'm like, as I'm saying, it, I'm like, let me clarify this. Um, but... Um, I don't know if it's still in the top 10 and I feel like I never look at the top 10, actually look at the top 10, unless I'm on my phone. Yeah, so it's still in the top 10 in the US today for movies. Um, it's number nine. So like it's been in the top 10 since it dropped. It dropped a couple of weeks ago. I know we're a little bit behind guys. I have literally been sick knocked out like out for an account so if you can you could probably hear it in my voice but like here we are um this is the only finally the time where i could literally sit up and talk so um but <laughs> i don't even know what i was saying <laughs> so yeah so um the third like i don't see why we wouldn't get another installment millie bobby brown she's is on a lot of um Netflix things, or I won't say a lot of Netflix things, but like it makes sense for her to be like a good one of the poster childs, even though know, she's not a child anymore, um, of Netflix. Like a lot of the ones who started off young in like Netflix shows, we do start to see them a lot um in like other things on Netflix. And so I just think it makes sense for her. Um, And it's like a good, like, brand. It's got a good following. It seems to be popular. She has a good following. So I just don't see why we wouldn't get any more unless she was just like, I don't want to do anymore. Um, But I'm pretty sure she's, like, an executive producer or something on this. I mean, like, as is with anyone who would be like, oh, I'm an executive producer and I'm also acting in it. Like, I don't know. Uh, actually no i think she has does she is pretty hands on um in the background now that i'm like thinking about it um yeah she has a producer credit but i i was watching something cuz like a lot of um and also netflix you all did a lot of um advertising for this. I feel like y'all pick and choose what you want to advertise and y'all advertise the bejesus out of this. Like literally all over social media. It was everywhere. I was just like, oh my gosh, you can't miss that Enola Holmes is on freaking Netflix at this moment because it's literally on everything that I click. So I I did see some of like the little like clips of interviews and stuff um, of like just Millie and like Millie with Henry and like all that stuff. Which is why I feel like I'm like, okay, I knew this was. I know this is coming because you all are telling me it's coming. But like, let it be. Oh my gosh, I can't remember what show that was. When I was like, why was this not literally the first thing I saw when I opened up Netflix? And y'all know I watched the first season. Like Netflix, y'all are y'all be shady sometimes. You really do. Um, But if we were to do another another season, so I did. I saw this article. Because, again, I don't read the books. I don't know um, what was going on with the books. But apparently they were talking about, which I do think that they should continue to do, like, real life, like, tie-in real life events. Because that is really fun to me. (laughs) And I'm sure it's fun to other people. But apparently Jack the Ripper was going on around the same time. I don't know that they they would let Enola do that. Because she seems, like, a little young to take on Jack the Ripper. But, like... Who knows? Um, But that could be like a Sherlock case. But then also with the introduction of Dr. John Watson, that ties to like a Sherlock story, um, which I feel like Sherlock was a little more involved in this one. And so, and I guess it just depends on how much Henry Cavill wants to be involved. Like, yeah, it does. It's like, oh, this is a NOLA Nola show or NOLA movie. I don't know, what do we call this? A series? It's still kind of a series. Um, But, like, how much of the Sherlock Holmes stories would be woven into this? I don't know. But then, like, why do you introduce this character who's, like, a big tie-in to Sherlock Holmes and not do anything with him? So, pretty sure it's going to be something there. And also, like, you don't just um, introduce him with, like, someone like, um, Patel as playing him and just be like, oh, okay, whatever. So, like, sure, is gonna be something there. Definitely, we'll probably see more with, like, Enola and Tukesbury, because now they're official, OMG. So, there's that. Um... I'm trying to think, was there was something else that they said that stuck out to me? I don't know. But like, those are all the ways that they can go. Again, it's based on books, even though like the second movie didn't really go along with the books. um, I don't see why the um third one couldn't potentially go back to the books or like do something else. I don't know. I, I feel like the options are endless and there's so much that we can do with this. And Netflix should milk this for as long as they can. <laughs> as I'm sure that they will, um, because I'm pretty sure people will continue to watch it. So I think that's all I have to say. Actually, this was a little bit longer than I thought it was going to be. I thought this was going to be like 15 minutes, but you all know once I start talking, I just keep going. So (laughs) I want to know what you all thought about Enola Homes 2. Uh, do you want to see in Enola Homes 3? What do you want to see in Enola Homes 3? Let me know all of the things and I will talk to you all in the next episode. That's the end of the episode. Thanks for sticking through it to the end. Be sure to follow me on all the social media platforms at currentlybuilding on Instagram and at on Twitter. Also, hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you listen to podcast on and I'll talk to you in the next one.